Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, yo. The Elite Eight is all set after tonight. St. Peter's with the big upset over Purdue, the first 15 seed ever into the Elite Eight. They'll take on North Carolina. Meanwhile, Kansas and number 10, Miami. You know, Kansas is one of those teams, Mike Harmon, just say, just nobody pay attention to us. All the other ones are out. Just no, don't pay attention. We're just going to keep winning. Everything is yeah, fine. Yeah, nothing to just see here. Keep winning. We're all good. Just going to keep winning. Moving on. Uh, joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, College Hoops Insider, host here at Fox Sports Radio. He is the owner of Aaron Torres Media. He is on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. It is Aaron Torres. AT, what's happening, man? Uh, absolute pleasure as always. How are we doing tonight, fellas? Hey, buddy. Buddy, I'm feeling good, man, because I'm like the only one that picked Duke in the bracket challenge here at Fox Sports Radio, and they're going to win the NCAA tournament. I'm feeling great. I'm going to win a big TV. 
Well, I'll tell you, first of all, apparent. So I won last year. I, I don't know if you get the TV. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't know if the hosts are eligible, but I'll give you credit, Jason. You know, it, this was, and, and I include myself. So I'm not looking down from the heavens and and you know casting uh, you know judgment on everybody else. But it was kind of amazing to me is that we all kind of understand that if you just look at recruiting rankings and NBA mock draft boards that. Duke has the most talented roster in college basketball. They have an iconic coach. And I I, I still go back to Selection Sunday and, and the days that followed and even the days that led up to it, and I just didn't hear anyone, anyone in college sports anywhere, anyone that, that follows college basketball, loves college basketball, no one made the argument of this team is going to rise to the occasion and lead Coach K to the promised land. Now, they still have three more wins to get for that to happen, but you go back to last night and, and you know, something that, that I thought about while I was watching that game is, man, you know, two wins in which the, the, the young guys, the, the, the freshmen and sophomores made all the plays down the stretches dating back to the Michigan State game last weekend and, of course, last night against Texas Tech. So, tough challenge against Arkansas tomorrow and then obviously we, you would have two more wins in New Orleans, but I, I, it, it always struck me as strange that just nobody seemed to want to make the argument on why Duke could actually do it when, as I said, they had the most talented roster in the tournament and obviously the best coach as well. Well, Jason's already done all the connect the dots of how this becomes the true storybook ending. Uh, but done. let's go to the Peacocks. You, know, you, could, you could pass that on in a minute. Because uh, it was National Peacock Day and Shaheen Holloway uh, and his four guards making, uh, well, tournament magic happen when everybody's, oh, it's down and whatever else. These guys have become a story. They've become the story, Mike. You know, I mean, I'm blown away. I mean, you know, I'll say, and and I've said it, and I think I said it last week when I came on with you guys around this time, was I looked at all the matchups, and and I liked Kentucky coming into this tournament. feels like a lifetime ago that they were actually involved in college basketball. And I saw nothing from St. Peter's. I mean, statistically, defensively, they were pretty good. But I go back to what I told you guys last week. A smaller team um, turned the ball over a lot, wasn't a great shooting team. And so, yeah, you play great defense, but what does it mean when all of those things are working against you? So to to have a couple things – listen – Twos have upset 15s before. It was incredible last week. They got a, a, a pseudo-advantageous matchup against a fellow mid-major Murray State. But what I think we all thought was that you have the week now where you're, you're probably pretty much the focal point in college basketball. Everybody's talking about you. Everybody's descending on your tiny, tiny, tiny campus in New Jersey. National media is there. The New York Times is there. I'm sure we at Fox sent people down to St. Peter. So I just bring it up to say I think we all thought okay it's a great story but now you are the focal point for four or five days and oh on top of it I, I just thought it was a bad matchup I mean uh, you know uh, Purdue having a, a seven foot four center in Zach Eady a, a six foot eleven backup in Travion Williams who ends up playing more than the starter uh, I just thought it was a bad matchup 
and here they are again. They obviously get a, a Carolina on Sunday. It's going to be kind of that marquee window. The final, either we'll have three Final Four teams to that point. But Mike, I continue to be blown away, man. I really do. It's just, it's a great story. Um, I am as surprised as anybody. I did not see this coming. I'm not taking credit for anything. It's just, it's unbelievable, guys. It really is. And listen, you know, we can criticize college basketball a lot for what it is and what it isn't on the national scale and how much much can we talk about it and I get it you know Mike I was in for Jason the other day and we talked about college basketball just doesn't really resonate but when this tournament starts stories always present itself Mm -hmm. and the St. Peter's Peacocks are just a great example of that well, but here's here's what you guys are ignoring. I'm like oh, the guy. I'm what like am the I guy, ignoring, Jason? I'm like the guy in the movie that says, "Don't you see the aliens? They can't. There's they they can't hear or whatever." I'm the one guy. I'm the crazy guy with the with the lab coat and the crazy hair. Look for Duke, right? They beat Tom Izzo, right? One of the best head coaches in college basketball in the last 25 years. Okay. They're going to beat Arkansas and get revenge for the 1994 National Championship game where Arkansas beat Duke 40 minutes to hell. They're going to play North Carolina in the Final Four because we're going to get the whole week of Coach K in his last tournament in the Final Four. And oh, by the way, they get to play North Carolina. Roy Williams will come out of the stands to coach that game and Duke is going to win. And then who are they going to see for the championship? Monday night, they're going to play Kansas. Roy Williams will then coach that team on Monday night, and Krzyzewski's going to win, beating Kansas for the title, who, oh, by the way, is the team he beat for his first national championship way back in 1990. That's how it's happening. I've told you how the NCAA tournament's going to end because it can't end any other way. So you predicted all of this in your bracket Jason, no, no, no. Telling us. Oh, no. You I'm had saying North right. Carolina. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Listen, I had Syracuse in the Final Four. No, I had Duke wow. winning it all. No, I had Duke winning it all. But all this where it sits right now, look at – I don't know. He's beaten he, – he, he's beat Izzo. He's going to beat Carolina. He's going to beat Kansas. He's going to beat Arkansas. Hey, this is how it is. Come on, the guy's 75. He's walking away. He's the greatest head coach any, any of us have, have seen since John Wooden. Of course, that's how it's going to end for him. And he's going to get all the foul calls, too. They're all going to go Duke's way well that's you know that's one thing I will say is and and we've we've all thought it and talked about it and like I did think like okay they they can win some games and whatever but you kind of have a vision of of if it goes down this is how it's going to go down and that's how I kind of assumed it would be it's going to be a lot of sketchy calls and coach K this and that They've just made plays down the stretch. I mean, listen, they, they do have the best players in college basketball. Paulo Bancaro was either the number one or number two player in the country in high school coming out. A.J. Griffin, he dealt with injuries. He didn't play his senior year because of COVID, but that was a five-star dude. Like, you know, Jeremy Roach, injuries, but five-star. So I, I just bring it up to say, like, it is, you know, they, they do also have the best players, and, and, and that's what's been so – not surprising, but kind of surprising to me is we talk about how this isn't a freshman sophomore tournament. It's a junior senior tournament and they got the guys that are making plays. And it's not because the refs want coach K it's not because CBS wants coach K it's not because TBS wants coach K they got dudes making plays against a bunch of grown men from Michigan state and a bunch of grown men from Texas tech. So listen, 
Jason, next year when I'm filling out my bracket, I will obviously consult with you. But I am blown away by how good they look, how they're winning games. It's not the refs. It's not the TV. It's not anything. They're just winning games because they have the dudes that are making plays and the other teams don't. It's actually like we could criticize Coach K and poke at him. It's actually been a really, really impressive run to this point as they get set to play Arkansas tomorrow. All right, I'm going to go back in the rewind to, I mean, you, you reference sitting in for Jason as this thing was really kind of kicking off, uh, Aaron. And last night, Arkansas bullied Gonzaga. And we had had the conversation and discussion about Gonzaga. Can I ever believe in them again? Well, what I would say is, and this is something you and I talked about when Jason was out sick, you know, glad you're feeling better, Jason. Um, you know, here's the thing. You guys keep saying it like, like you're giving me like, Hey, all the fun we had while you were gone. Oh, look at this. We ordered pizza. It was fantastic. I mean, we got some good, uh, I had some tandoori chicken wings. Those were pretty good, weren't they, Aaron? He did. I had one. It was delicious. Uh, yeah, poor Jason. He takes off like one day every two years, and he's just getting crushed for it nonstop. Uh, well, it was just a call back to to discussions that we had as the tournament was starting, and they're germane to the conversation now. That's all. I will say – Mike, you, I, I'm not even being sarcastic. You really opened my eyes on the Gonzaga thing because I, I still look at them as this is an incredible story, small Catholic school, Spokane, Washington, blah, blah, blah. And, and you brought up the point, like, you want to be treated like Duke and, and Carolina and Kentucky and UCLA? Okay, let's do it. But you got to win one of these at some point. And so what I would say is – one thing that I did say on the night that Jason was out, because I don't know if you remember, Mike, but he was out. He was not there that day. We had a ton of fun. Um, I, I didn't think this was a vintage Gonzaga team. And, 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 and it's funny because sometimes I think the whole, like, oh, their conference stinks. Like, sometimes I think that conversation is overrated. Um, this year I thought it was kind of important, not because I don't think they were challenged, but because I don't think they were exposed. I think if they play in a normal conference, they're just a nice 25-8 and eight team going into the tournament, like Auburn, like Kentucky like Tennessee, like whoever, Duke, and we just sit there and say, okay, they're one of 15 really good teams. But because they played in this random conference, and I know they had three tournament teams this year and all that stuff, because of the conference, they beat up on a lot of bad teams, and people went in with the expectation they're again a one seed, they're again the number one overall seed. I never thought they were that team. And, and, you know, Jason Martin and I were on air last Saturday when they easily could have lost to Memphis. And then last night, you know, I forget which one you brought it up, but they, they just got pumped. You know, Arkansas was a better team from start to finish. Again, goes back to the Duke thing. There was no sketchy foul calls. There was no – Arkansas was the better team. And so, you know, I, I don't believe that they can never win the championship. I do believe, by the way, that – you know, you start to look at that program. Tommy Lloyd, the assistant coach, is now the head coach at Gonzaga. He recruited all those international guys. Um, and, and I'm not saying that they can or won't win, but I thought this was their weakest team in probably about three, four, five years. I, I think you could go back and the teams with Rui Hachimura and the teams with Corey Kispert and the teams with a bunch of guys that are in the NBA right now, Jalen Suggs, I thought they were better than this team. So you can maybe believe in them again, but I thought this was maybe their their best chance again for a while, and you start to look at what they could look like. I, I, I really think 
this was the one where now that they didn't do it, I, I don't know when they get back on this stage where people feel this way about them. It'll be interesting to watch over these next couple of years. He's on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. That's at Aaron underscore Torres, college basketball insider, host here at Fox Sports Radio. Check out the Aaron Torres podcast with the big topics of Gonzaga peaking as a program. Is Duke officially the team to beat? Is Syracuse on the move to win it all next year? All these topics. <laughs> I should have just asked you. You, I don't even. I wouldn't have even had to ask if Duke was the team to beat if I had just consulted with you before the bracket opened up. You should have. I told you, man. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, AT is always on buddy. Duke, not Syracuse, though. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> See you, Aaron. See you, we'll talk to you next week. All right. There goes Aaron Torres. Always great stuff with him. Uh, if cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Uh, well, coming up, so we got more NBA on the way because in the NBA tonight, oh, there was one game we just have to spend a couple minutes on. Plus, Mike and I will tell you what the final four will look like with all the games put to bed, who are going to be the four teams we're going to talk about all next week, hoping to cut down the Nets, win the national title. That's coming up next right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. You can't keep me cooped up in here, okay? I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit well we, we got to get to this a little bit mike because you know we were told the other night by miami heat head coach eric spolstra that hey this whole potential fight on the sidelines with jimmy butler and udonis haslam and me <coughs> maybe jimmy butler wanted to fight me he had to ask him if he was blank and crazy oh this can galvanize a team right you know, this, can, this yeah. could bring us all together yeah they lost at home tonight to the knicks yeah they did so I think the whole, well, this will galvanize the team. No, that's out the window. If I'm not uh, mistaken, there, the, out the, the Heat was also up 17. They were. Yeah, at they one were. point in this game. So, and they gave it away. Yeah. It, well, you know what? <laughs> Everybody has a bad night, especially at home when you're up big. Against yeah. Against the Knicks. Yeah. Against- <laughs> RJ Barrett with it. I mean, quickly, yeah. 23 off the bench. Barrett with 18. I mean, your your guy didn't even um, didn't even play. No, he hasn't he hasn't played in a couple of games. It's yeah, been pretty so, I mean, interesting. He didn't even have that. Jimmy Buckets had thirty. Yeah, but uh, you know, minus fourteen for Bam Adebayo, and uh, they they go down by eight. A convincing win by your Knicks. Look at what Thibodeau's got got him doing. Mm, man, oh, t- just when it was too late for the Knicks to do anything, here they are winning games. It's too late for, ah, oh, no, yeah. wait, 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 now we're going to win a couple here. 
Now we're going to do it. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, goodness. regular season, and you just kind of shrug to a degree, but you're losers of three straight and four of your last six, and you're, you're losing to, well, you're losing to all comers at this point. You're losing yes. to good teams, yeah. uh, and then you lose to the Knicks. Yeah. But your last at- wins were against OKC and Detroit. Yeah, yeah, and uh, neither of them are good. They're no. not. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're no. not. Uh, they're not good. Not not not, not good. Not good not at all. Good. So yeah, it'll be curious. I, I'd love to see some chaos. I mean, there's no question when you're the top seed and there there's a little bit of uh, hand wringing going on. Sure, let's go. That the Eastern board. Conference man has uh, the only team you trust is Milwaukee. Like they they sat and paced themselves <laughs> all year, and now all of a sudden they're up in the top. You know, one of the top couple seeds, and it's like. Wait, what happened? It's like, oh, they started playing because it was time to get ready for the postseason. Yeah, the only and everybody else stinks because the the Bulls can't beat a top three team. No, and if you're a playoff team, they're gonna fall down. uh, And just they are who we thought they were. And clearly, TJ Mike Harmon hoping to see the Bulls on parade after the season this year, but likely. Not happening again. Well, it's why I'm looking at my uh, <laughs> my vacation time for the summer. I'm like, all right, if my passport comes in, I'll go follow a band on tour. I'm not worried about playoffs for the Bulls or anything. <laughs> and, and DJ, instead of playoffs, clearly the Bulls getting more L's in the column. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> That was well oh, done, though. Well oh, played. that was – oh, man, I real, I think I used every last synapse in my brain for that one. I was, that was a good one. That well, was that's really one of those good. where, like, in a superhero movie, where you've got – try to use your superpower, and no. then you're exhausted by the end of it, <laughs> and you collapse. It's a good Just, thing it's Friday yeah. night. <laughs> Do it. It's like Iron – how many times is Iron Man, like, down to his last, like, 3%? Sir, the suit is at 3%. <laughs> And suddenly he would find a way out of it or someone would come and rescue Sir, him. you're about to spontaneously combust. <laughs> Where are we? We're in Nashville. Nashville? What are we doing? Uh, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. That's visitlasvegas.com. Now, we'll get to our picks for the Final Four coming up in a couple minutes. But one football story that uh, is it was really interesting how it came up today and that Johnny Manziel had a bunch of headlines for the vast majority of the day. Uh, Manziel, who was playing in the fan-controlled football league, uh, did an interview with ESPN in which he said, listen, my football career is over, right? My, my football, I'm playing now, I'm playing football for fun. So this is why he's playing in the seven-on-seven football fan-controlled league that fans call the plays, and it's just crazy. I was like, and this is where Johnny Manziel is playing. Johnny Manziel won the Bleepin' Heisman Trophy in 2012, was a first-round pick, had everything handed to him uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Now he's saying, I'm just playing football for fun. Um, it's been very easy to compare, and lazy, to compare Johnny Manziel and Baker Mayfield, right? Sure, there's similarities. They were supposed to be the uh, the saviors of the same team. It didn't happen. 
Both of them are very cocky. Both of them are very stubborn. Both of them flamed out, right? But they both have different reasons for what happened to them, right? For Baker Mayfield, right now, Baker's more about being unprepared. His cockiness and arrogance was he thought, I'm going to take the NFL by storm, and I don't need to learn anything from anybody. I can come into play. I can make commercials. I can talk about Duke Johnson's contract and how people need to be on board with us here or away. And he just didn't know what it meant to be an NFL quarterback, right? We've gone over this about about Baker Mayfield a while ago. Now, the thing for Johnny Manziel, it's hidden in what he said right here. Now I just play football for fun. Um, I think he always kind of played football for fun. I don't know how much he ever really loved football. Football came easy for him until it didn't, and he didn't care to put the work in and be what it meant to be to be a, a quarterback, a franchise quarterback in the NFL. Baker Mayfield, I know, loves football, right? He, he's always talking about the player he is and everything he's overcome, and nobody believed in me. I know Baker Mayfield loves football. Johnny Manziel never loved football. He was good at it. It, was, it came easy to him, and everything was great, right? When something in sports comes easy to you, hey, you never really want to put the work in because it's coming in. It came easy to him in college, even against Alabama in the big Heisman Trophy performance he had a decade ago. Football was easy for him. But then it gets to the NFL, and it gets harder. Hey, come draft me. Let's wreck this league together. Hey, I'm the quarterback of the Browns now. Hey, it means a little bit more. You got to put away the partying. You got to do a little bit more studying. You got to do a lot. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to kind of do my thing because it's what I've always done. And what happens? The guy flames out of the league in two years. All right. That's because if he loved football, he would have made it more of a priority. He would have understood. All right. I need to to fix my mistakes and get what it means to be a franchise quarterback or I'm going to lose it. And here he is now. Does he look like he has any regrets? about flaming out of the NFL? Not once. Not once. Even when it looks, hey, you're on your last best chance to make the NFL. Yeah, I'm partying out in Los Angeles, and I'm partying in Hollywood, and, and I'm having a good time, and I'm going to – and we would get these headlines from him once in a while. Hey, look, he's out and been out living his best life since we knew him, since he first became – Johnny Manziel, Heisman Trophy winner. And whenever it was, hey, you got to do this to be a quarterback in the NFL, no, he never did it because he didn't care enough about it. He liked doing it, and if he didn't like doing it, he wouldn't still do it now, but he's just he's just going out there and existing on his ability, and he's playing football for fun. He never loved it, never wanted to put the work in. So, yeah, big bit of difference between Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel because Baker Mayfield's a guy that worked for what he had and continues to try to work it. His struggle's much differently than what we saw from Manziel. Yeah, I mean, look, it- it's converse, extension of a conversation we've been having this week, and certainly I've been having, you know, as you know, I've got one daughter starting to think about the college path. The other is finishing eighth grade, so selecting, you know, those freshman courses, and you're, you're trying to figure out, you know, push-pull or, do you, you know, decision-making processes. And you're always, to some degree, you know, an observer, you watching it happen, but certainly in your own life, trying to figure out, all right, where where's that limit to where things suddenly get hard, right? And when you face adversity and when you have it. For Johnny Menzel, he floated, right? And he always had in the backdrop, oh, yeah, family's got money. Always a safety net, right? Which is, to some degree, at least outside looking in, how it always seemed he approached the NFL and, and, his, and his career was, well... 
you know, I'm going to have fun and enjoy it while I'm doing it. Whereas, you know, the other guys, yeah, you're enjoying the perks of the job and the money and, and adulation and, and everything else, but you're still working your ass off. Why? Because you don't want it to go away. And and that's, I think, one of the differences with Baker. I don't think there's any question. He, he loves what he's done. He still has that chip on his shoulder to a degree, although at some points, you know, he started reading his own press clippings for the worse. Right, it's one thing to fight with Colin, uh, you know, as part of the network, and and Colin Cowherd and and he; those battles are, are legendary in the social media sphere, no question. Uh, and other reporters and and getting after it with Mary Kay Cabot in in Cleveland. Well, now you got you know a reporter locally who's been on the beat a long time. So you know when you try to you know make blanket references to stuff in, in stories and claim they're untrue. It's like, no, 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 they're not printing those just haphazardly. So you got to do a look in the mirror kind of moment. And, and for him, like he had a rough year and it crumbled. And when you realize, all right, you, you might be better than the average, but you ain't better than the average by much. And it's a hard reality to face and that you hit that crossroads. For Johnny Manziel, look, it's done. Right. There's there's no delusions he was ever finding his way back to the league. So when I saw this story starting to go viral, I kind of shrugged and went, okay. But the Baker Mayfield part of it, absolutely. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, you'd love to see him rededicate himself to the guy that was coming out like his hair was on fire in 2020. Right. It's, you know, we joke about the American president. You know, I'd love to have been on that campaign. I'd like to see that guy playing football again. Because it was about football. You know, the, the, a lot of the nonsense seemed to have gone away. And, and maybe this is the humbling situation that was talked about. And once he gets released and that's always in the press and in his Wikipedia page and player profile forever, damn right he's going to be humbled. And so now it's just a question of where he gets a second chance. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harbert. So, yeah, always a big difference. Understand one loves football, one just didn't, not enough. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening fox sports radio the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. a night in the ncaa tournament none of us will forget st peter's pulling not just an upset but the latest in a string of upsets unlike we have ever seen before in tournament history they are the first 15 seed to advance to the elite eight so now the elite eight is all set mike and i will close tonight by giving you all our picks, telling you who's going to be playing in the Final Four 
next weekend in New Orleans. Mike Harmon, are you ready? Are we going to chalk it up? Let's chalk it up. Ah, uh, not a lot of chalk left. We got it. <laughs> well, One, what's a 10, left? <laughs> a two, a five. Uh, let's start with what should be the easiest game. Yeah, Kansas and Miami. To pick against Kansas right now, you are just picking just because you want to pick something else. Like, it was a nice night for Miami beating Iowa State. You know, they beat Auburn in the last round of the tournament. Kansas is just playing incredibly well. A little bit more difficulty with Providence tonight than I expected, but they're the only one seed left, and they're saying, shh, don't pay any attention to us. We're just Let all the other ones lose. We're all good. Let us do our thing. We're Kansas basketball. I firmly expect Kansas to be in the final. I know it's, it's pick and chalk, but I really can't see Miami beating Kansas. Yeah, no, watch that game. Well, that was the undercard, right, watching that 10-11 matchup today. Uh, and – like someone's got to got to advance. Unfortunately, you, you go and you run into the one seed that's still remaining, uh, playing well, not blowing anybody out other than that opening round against Texas Southern. Right, the all right, let's get a workout in, but enough to withstand Providence. So yeah, we'll go chalk out of the Midwest. All right, moving over to the South, Houston and Villanova. Um, this is a great matchup. This will be the best matchup of the Elite Eight because you have strength against strength, and that's Houston's offense and Villanova's defense. Villanova's offense is a little bit better than you give them credit for. It's going to be hard for Houston to stay hot the entire game, and it's hard to go against Wright's record in the NCAA tournament the last few years. I, I think he's undefeated. I think he's 142-0. and uh, So, yeah, give me Villanova. They're just a little bit better. Houston's played a great – they played a great game against Arizona. They'll get a bounce in this next game. Villanova played well but hasn't played their best game yet. Give me the Wildcats to go to the Final Four. Well, I'm going to follow my own advice from what I didn't do. You know, I turned in my bracket and immediately started to regret it when I saw the – the popular picks for popular people and right now everybody has jumped on board Houston and this is one the over under on this one Jason is 127 so let's talk about slowing it down and grinding it out Uh, so yeah again I'll take the number two seed Uh, I had them at least playing in the elite eight so uh, I think that was my last team standing Uh, so so I'll I'll take them uh, and continue it one more time and listen, I don't know if people know this, but if Duke wins the tournament, I win the bracket challenge here at Fox Sports Radio. I thought I heard I'm that on another show yeah. earlier today. It, yeah. it might have been. It, I was on other shows to talk about that specifically. You should have kept showing up, uh, evangelizing <laughs> with a bullhorn. <laughs> I'm going to win the bracket challenge. <laughs> Speaking, what makes you think I wasn't? What do you think I wasn't? Oh, I don't know. You might have been going all Brock Lesnar like he did was... on, on on FS1 with SmackDown, where he just started beating up uh, ring officials and security guys and the whole nine yards. It was great. I was standing in front of Starbucks today doing just that. And now I'm going to go have a mocha cookie crumble. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Duke, Duke is going to beat Arkansas. All right, Coach K. <laughs> Coach K's journey is not going to end short of the Final Four, and this is going to be a Bancaro game. That this is where they get on his shoulders for one. He's played really well, but you've been waiting for this. Okay, where does this guy come in, and where does he become, and, and give you his his signature tournament game? This is going to be it. Duke wins it, and they're going to win by double digits to go to the Final Four. Yeah, this one strikes me as a. Is a game where whereby the attempts to play bully ball and force the issue like Arkansas was able to do uh, against Gonzaga doesn't work. 
In other words, you're getting called for the charge. You're the one getting called for the block. That aggressiveness in the low post works against you. Uh, in and that's just, you know, the ebb and flow of tournaments, not getting into conspiracy theories, uh, but let's call it what it is. We also do get into the emotion of things, as we've talked about since this tournament began and even towards the end of the regular season. So, yeah, right now, Duke playing well, big win uh, over Texas Tech. Let's see them continue through to the Final Four. And I hate lastly, that we're agreeing on all this. Crap. Oh, you love it. You love it. Uh, North Carolina and St. Peter's, an 8 and a 15. Coach K is not going to go to the Final Four to play St. Peter's. Okay, I would not love happening. it, though. It's like, not I want to p- pick them because they're the story. But know, then that's great, just right? picking them because they're the story. Exactly. Which is silly. But you see what happens when you pick a story. Uh, look, North, North Carolina. <laughs> All right, then I'll pick the story. I'm a peacock. <laughs> North Carolina is going to win this game. Uh, look, they played a great game tonight against UCLA. They knocked off Baylor. You have to take them seriously as good as they are. They win the 8-9 game by 35 points. North, you can argue that no team has been better. No, in the right. tournament in North Carolina. They may have been the best. They may have played the best in the NCAA tournament so far. They send and end the St. Peter's great story, and they go to the Final Four against Coach K. Really hoping that one's a grind-out final two-minute kind of uh, scenario. See if uh, Huber Davis can break a press, if they can throw it on him. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'll go UNC. Very very rarely will we agree across the grid, but at, at this point the, you're not picking upsets just for the sake of it. So there it is, our final four picks. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Brian knows coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. 
Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 